My name is Matthew Becker. I'm a husband, a level one CrossFit trainer, a CrossFit affiliate owner, personal trainer, Olympic lifting coach, lawyer, blogger, employer, mentor. Oh, and I own a retired racing greyhound. I have a lot on my plate and I gotta keep moving forward. In business, they say if you aren't growing, you are dying. So to keep moving forward, I have to improve by 1% every day. It's called the aggregation of marginal gains. It requires me to optimize my life as much as possible. On the Stronger Revolution podcast, I share strategies with you so that you can improve your life by 1% every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Stronger Revolution podcast. Uh, We are here on episode number three. So just to bring you up to date, on episode number one, we discussed and defined the aggregation of marginal gains and why we care about it. In episode number two, we talked about um, a concept that we took from the CrossFit Level 1 Trainers course known as the Sickness Wellness uh, Fit arc. And we compared that to what we do on a daily basis in an effort to help us determine how serious we want to be to any sort of program in which we dive into. So on this episode, we're going to start to focus in more on the things that we need to set in our life in order to lead up to the proper implementation of the aggregation of marginal gains. Um, So First, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about purpose, as we introduced very briefly in the last episode. Uh, Then we will move there into what I call the three pillars, and we will finish with defining core values. Um, Those will be the the next three episodes. So today, I want to start by rewinding um, about, I want to say, two to three years ago. Um, I'm working as an attorney, and I'm o- I own my CrossFit affiliate and gym known as Industrial Athletics. Um, and the gym has been growing now consistently for about two and a half years. Um, we're up to about 75 members, and the problem is growth has pretty much become stagnant. Um, up to this point, I've pretty much done everything uh, my own. I've built out my website. I've got it to show up on Google. I've done all of the marketing, um, etc. Okay, But we aren't growing. We're essentially at a zero-sum growth every month, and it's getting frustrating. So I turned to podcasts, and I started looking up CrossFit-specific podcasts in an effort to try to find um, some examples of things I could do to try to kick my affiliate out of this rut. Um, And the one that I came across was a podcast at that time known as Barbell Business, Um, Actually, I do think those episodes out there still exist, but since it's been changed to a company called Jim Wright. Anyway, uh, Barbell Business um, was a podcast designed specifically for CrossFit affiliate owners and met with people and talked about systems and everything else that you could do um, in order to run a really great affiliate. 
So I started listening to all these podcasts. I went back and I started listening to, to all the old episodes and I started implementing different things in the, in the gym that were suggestions by this podcast that seemed like really great ideas that I hadn't done yet. Some of the things that they suggested I had already done. Um, and one of the things that they would advertise every so often on the Barbell Business Podcast was this um, company called Barbell Logic. Now, Barbell Logic was a um, consultation company um, that you could pay into as an affiliate, and they would provide all kinds of different services. They would rebuild out your website, give you a better one. They would provide an automation email service, a client filtration system. Um, and then there was a marketing and business coach that you could work with that would help you really start to turn your affiliate into a full-fledged business and not just a hobby or you know something cool that CrossFitters like to do. So... Um, Eventually, I decide, okay, I'm going to uh, buy into this, all right? And I call and I talk to the a guy by the name of Marcus Gersey, um, and I get started into, um, at that time, again, it was Barbell Logic, it is now Jim Wright. Um, and, and we started about September, I think, 2016, was right about the time that we launched with Barbell Logic. Um, and the differences on the website became instantly evident. The SEO instantly changed. Um, people started contacting the gym, and I got hooked up with a couple of business coaches. Um, and through the path um, of working with these business coaches, they started telling me and showing me how to structure the business to run as an actual business. Um, and one of the things that they did is they made me finally sit down and define my purpose. The purpose for the gym, right? My, not mine personally. I've since done that. But the purpose for the gym. Why am I here? Why do I get up every morning at 4 o'clock in the morning to go to the gym, to teach two classes, to go to the legal practice, to work all day as an attorney, to come back to the gym, to work at the gym until 5.30 or 6.30 at night, to go home, eat dinner, go to bed, get up the next morning and do it again? What makes me different than the other dozens of CrossFit gyms around the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania area. And this, so I sat down and this process took me probably about a week or two to really figure out. Um, but I did it. And once I finally did it and I realized how important it was to come up with a purpose, um, it has completely changed my life in the sense that now everything that I do has to have a purpose for doing it. Okay, so in this episode, what we're going to talk about is how do you define that purpose and the reason we need one, right? To be truly successful in life and anything that you do, you need to have a reason or a purpose for doing it, right? You need a why, basically. If anybody asks you, why are you doing this? You need to have a very fast and ready answer for them. And this is something more than what I call a surface meaning, okay? This is something more than... I want to get in shape, all right? If, if somebody asks you, well, why do you work out five days a week, all right? I want to get in shape. Okay, great answer, but chances are there's a deeper meaning there, okay? You don't need to come to CrossFit five times a week in order to, quote unquote, get in shape, right? It's going to get you in the best shape of your life, but there are other things that we are going to accomplish through going through to CrossFit five days a week. There are other reasons that you want to be here, Right? Or if somebody asks, why do you want to be a doctor? 
yeah, okay, it's enough to say, well, I want to heal other people, but there's probably some deeper meaning or deeper reason as to why you want to be a doctor. You may not know it, okay? You may have to go through these exercises just to realize it, but it has to be a deep meaning, okay? And this works into why do we care about improving our lives by 1%, okay? And the reason we care to improve our lives by 1%, that aggregation of marginal gains, is because it's the only way we can move closer to carrying out our purpose, right? To put this a different way, uh, there's a gentleman by the name of Jim Hensel. Uh, he is one of the coaches. I believe he's considered one of the coaches at CrossFit Mayhem, um, Rich Froning's box. For those of you from the CrossFit community, you're going to know who I'm talking about. And he refers to this as your B, okay? Basically, why are you here? Why are you on the earth, okay? What are you supposed to accomplish, what are you supposed to be? What is your be? All right, that's the way that he phrases the question. But basically, we need a purpose to provide us a clear direction or path about why we are here or what we are doing or where we are going, okay? A purpose essentially gives your life meaning. A purpose allows you to live your life with passion, you're not just going through your day-to-day motions, right? You're living with passion. You're somebody who's excited to be alive. You're exciting to be around, okay? Um, and when we have a, a purpose, okay, we are living in the present and we're looking toward the future, right? We're not dwelling on something that happened in the past, a purpose can help us overcome the adversities that life throws at us, right? Life is going to throw at us different um, obstacles, right? Different challenges. And if we have no purpose or reason for living, then there's a better chance that those obstacles are just going to knock us down, okay? They're basically going to interrupt what we're doing. They're going to set us back. They may even just become a complete roadblock to what we are trying to do in life, Right? And then we never move past it, we never move on from it, um, and we end up just stuck. But if we have a purpose, we can then move beyond that. Right? We overcome these challenges, we overcome these setbacks, and we move forward because we have a reason to do so. So I want you to create a mental image in your brain now. I want you to imagine a person in your life, and perhaps it's you. Okay, So get ready for some introspection. I want you to imagine this person um, who really doesn't seem to have any real direction, right? They just seem to walk around wandering aimlessly from point A to point B. They get up, they go to work. They likely don't talk too much about the work that they do. They go home, they eat dinner, they watch TV, they go to bed, they get up, they repeat it the next day, right? They can't wait for the weekend to come. They say things like, today's Friday Eve on Thursday, or today's Friday, my weekend starting, right? And they look forward to the weekend just so they can sit around and do nothing for two days and then dread Monday morning to come back. And then you see them Monday morning and you say, hey, buddy, how was your weekend? And you get the cliche, not long enough, right? This is somebody who's not living with any passion. They're not living with any purpose. They have no plan. They have no meaning to their life. Now I want you to imagine somebody who is the exact opposite. 
Okay. This is somebody who is constantly excited, constantly has high energy, is always smiling, always seems to know what they're doing and why they're doing something, always has an answer to, hey, what are you doing this weekend? But they don't dwell on the week. They get up Monday morning, they are excited to go do whatever it is they're going to do during the day. You don't hear things from them like, oh boy, it's Friday. I can't wait for Friday to be over just so I can go start the weekend, right? They always just seem like every day is the same as any other day, right? They never seem to really get tired. This is a person who is living with purpose. This is a person who's living with passion and they have a plan and they have meaning to their life. So every day is the same for them. It doesn't matter if it's a Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's all the same. They're living with the same purpose in mind. And now that you have these two people visualized in your brain, ask yourself, which one do you really want to be? Before we finally get to talking about how to define your purpose, the last reason that we need a purpose in our life is because it can often drive positive change. When I'm working with clients who are having a difficult time changing something in their lives, I will often give them what I call the cigarette analogy. And here's how it works. Take somebody who smokes cigarettes, right? I'm willing to bet that there is nobody in this world who will tell you that smoking cigarettes is healthy, okay? If there is, please email me because I would like to know what study it is that you are looking at that tells you that cigarette smoking is healthy. However, walk down the street and there are still plenty of people who are smoking. Why? My opinion is that they have no reason to quit. Now take this person and take them to the doctor and the doctor tells them, you have cancer, you are going to die in six months unless you quit smoking and start exercising and try to move yourself into remission. Now that person has a purpose to stop smoking. And there's a very good chance this person now stops smoking because they have a purpose to do so. They want to live. It's a very deep-rooted reason to stop smoking. It's life or death. Okay, They have a purpose. So if you want to make change in your life and you want to make positive change in your life and you just can't seem to bring yourself to do it, you have to ask yourself, one, it's something, a change that you really want to, to make to your life. And two, why do you want to make this change to your life? And if it, you can find a very deep-rooted emotional reason to make this change, you are far more likely to make that positive change in your life than you are if you just want to start eating healthy because you know it's something that you are supposed to do. Okay. So now, how do we find our purpose? How do we discover our why in this world? There are about five different examples um, that I've come across that tend to be the most common ways to do it. First, go on your computer, go to Google, and Google, how do I find my purpose? And there are going to be about a thousand different ways to do this, right? There are quizzes you can take. There are questions that you can ask yourself. Um, there are seminars that you can attend. There are week- weekend getaways that you can go to in which it's like instant hardcore immersion to try to find your purpose. 
The second way is the, your, your purpose may be tied to your core values. That's something we're going to cover in about two episodes, right? So if you know what your core values are, or you know sort of the values and morals that drive your life, well, then you could probably derive your purpose from that. Some people suggest that you put yourself through a series of questions. And the idea is at the end of these questions, by the answers that you've provided, you will discover your purpose. These questions might be something like, how are you going to save the world? Gun to your head. You have to do something every day away from your home. What do you do? Right? Or you are going to die in a year. What would you do and how would you want to be remembered? Uh, there's another one here. Um, if money was no object, dot, 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 dot. Okay, you answer the question. That's supposed to be your purpose or that's supposed to help you define your purpose. Or my favorite, what makes you forget to eat and poop? Right? I just came across that one. I thought it was quite hilarious. So the idea is, what do you like to do that gets you so immersed in life that you forget to eat and go to the bathroom? All right. Um, a fourth way of finding our purpose is to sit down and draft a narrative of your perfect day. All right. This can be a rather long, drawn-out process, but you sit down, pull out a pen and pad, get your computer, whatever form of writing you like, Start with the moment that you wake up and what would be your perfect day from the time that you wake up to the time that you go to bed. And whatever you write in between those two times, you're supposed to now design your life around it because that's why you're here. Right? Or number five, um, or fifth way uh, to do this is to sit down and draft your eulogy. Right? Same thing. Pull out your pen and pad, get out your computer, uh, get a little dark for a moment or two, and uh, write out what you would like people to say about you after you die, okay? And that's supposed to help then direct you into, well, perhaps this is your purpose in life is if this is what you want people to say about you, right? There are also thousands of books out there that you can read on how to define your purpose. One of uh, the best known is Simon Sinek's Start With Why, he deals with it um, on both a personal and a business aspect, but the book is basically uh, designed around figuring out why you are here, because if you can explain to somebody why you're here, they're more likely to buy in. Business-wise, that's the concept. It also works for your personal life. Um, my favorite uh, is really option number five. So my suggestion is that you, you sit down with a pen and pad or a computer somewhere quiet, and start writing your eulogy, right? Because that's going to tell you either, one, you're on the path, um, maybe you're already d living your purpose because this is how you want people to remember you, or no, you're not on that path and you need to change your life to get on that path because that's your purpose, right? Another way that I like to do this is to tell people, sit down and start thinking about your life, right? Go all the way back to childhood and think about your childhood up to where you are today. Um, and look at uh, what sort of themes have always been present in your life, right? What kind of things have always been a priority to you no matter how busy you've become in your life? Uh, what has been a constant source of happiness for you? 
Okay, look for these overarching themes. Right? Have you always been somebody who, regardless of circumstances, tries to go out and provide some sort of charitable contribution? Perhaps your purpose is to give back to those who are in need. I want you guys to sit down and you really need to start to go through this exercise. Um, it's not enough just to go for a walk and think about it. That can sort of get the, the wheels greased up and start moving. But there's something very profound about sitting down and actually writing it out. I recommend doing it with pen and pad. I understand that it's 2018, and I even had somebody this week while I was sitting um, in court waiting for my case to be called, and I was handwriting out various thoughts and philosophical things. Um, one of the other attorneys said, are, are you writing with pen and pad? And another guy was like, what is this, like the Civil War? Um, so maybe I'm the only one who writes in pen and paper anymore, but I do think, and I think there's some studies out there that suggest the same, that... Um, Actually, writing something in pen and pad is far better than first thinking about it and secondly, even just typing it out. But you need to go through these exercises because where we're going to go from here is into looking at your three pillars or three most important things in your life. Does that align with your purpose? And then ultimately, what are the values that you live by, your core values, all right? And we have to define these three things. We have to be very clear about this before we can start talking about improving our lives by 1% through the aggregation of marginal gains. All right. So as I've sort of tried to become accustomed to here, I'm going to leave you with a final quote. The quote this uh, episode comes from a man by the name of James Allen. Now, I actually had to look up who James Allen was. I found the quote and liked it. Turns out James Allen lived back uh, between 1864 and 1912 and was a British philosophical writer known for his inspirational books and poetry, um, and was a pioneer in the self, oh, sorry, self, geez, self-help movement. There we go. His best-known work was known as the um, As a Man Thinketh, and it has been mass-produced into publication uh, in 1903. So our quote from Mr. Allen is, To begin to think with purpose is to enter the ranks of those strong ones who only recognize failure as one of the pathways to attainment. I will leave you guys there. Thanks for listening. I will talk to you next time on The Stronger Revolution. I hope you loved the show.